Welcome to the Grid Girls Podcast. Welcome to episode 44 of the Grid Girls. We are truly blessed to have made it this far. <laughs> I had to. I had to do it. So we had a big weekend. We had uh, some IndyCar, some F1, uh, a little bit of news about women in motorsport to, to talk about really quickly and yeah let's get right into this um so you know imsa is running at circuit of the americas this weekend and pippa man is gonna be there yay, yay! Pippa! <laughs> um i need to look up what category she's racing in but uh apparently elizabeth is gonna be there so we will get her to report back at some point um and, and then we'll be seeing pippa like six days later <laughs> five days later at the IndyCar GP. Yeah, yeah, she should be hanging out there. It should be a good time. But, yeah, it's almost time to go to Indy, you guys. It's May. Oh, my God. It's We can't do the it's gonna be May meme anymore because it is May. <laughs> is it is May wonderful. yet? Yes, it is. Yes. yes, it is. So, yeah, we'll be rolling out soon. Pretty exciting. Uh, we had the last IndyCar race before May this weekend, um, and it was Phoenix. Not quite as exciting as I think some people had hoped. No. Yeah, it just... Man, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Positives first. Yes. The track was pretty. The The sunset was was very nice. As always. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, We had a lot of Penske's doing really well. (laughs) Shocker. Uh, Before the race, obviously in qualifying... um, the big thing there was, you know, Ed Carpenter being back in a race again. Yay. Uh, but he had to start at the very back of the pack because of electrical electrical issues, which, poor Ed. <laughs> I feel like Ed just can't catch a break sometimes. He can't. Um, Helio got pole, which was cool. Um, one little side note is that I had friends over to watch these races, and their commentary on everything was legit the funniest <laughs> thing. Because none of them watch race cars, and we so we watched um, we watched IndyCar qualifying before the actual race because it was on like tape delay, and they were all baffled by the amount of photos Helio had to take after qualifying, <laughs> like the one with the crown and the one with the giant trophy and putting a sticker on his car and like the they hat were all dance, baffled the hat dance, oh, the, the, the qualifying hat dance. Uh, yeah, they they loved it. It was really funny. But yeah. And Helio is just so pure and excited he about is, everything. He's so great. It makes me happy to see him happy. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, I also always think he's a lot taller than he is. I don't know why. No, he's very he's small. Not. He's a small, small Brazilian. <laughs> apparently they all are. Yeah. Yeah. So, <clears throat> yep, Penske did a little dominating. Um, qualifying was really windy, which... Yeah, I saw weather maps beforehand, and like it had all the wind directions all laid out, and that was pretty cool. But 
Some of the yeah, photos from the windstorm, the dust storm, haboob, if you may, <laughs> was it were a pretty haboob? amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I saw that term thrown around a couple times on Twitter. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I have friends that live down there, and they they glory in being able to use that term, <laughs> haboob. Uh, yeah, that's. I, I need to see those because that's pretty excellent. But anyway, so the Chevys looked strong, and then we got into the actual race. And we didn't get very far into the actual race. <laughs> 200 <laughs> meters, according to Max Chilton. <laughs> Who did not make it any further than that. Poor guy. Oh, Max. So sad. Goddamn Elotion. What are you doing? Oh, no, of course, of course it was Mikhail Elotion. <laughs> I was so mad. I was just, like, screaming. And then they, like, did a close-up on Max. I was like, of course he took out Max. Oh. <laughs> I was not having it. And Marco. Yeah. Poor Marco. <laughs> bad luck. I don't know why we have bad luck Connor when it's really bad luck Marco. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, why not both, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, so they also took out Sebastian Bourdais and Graham Rahal. Um, yeah. Bourdais slipping down in the championship. <laughs> Regression to the mean. Um, <laughs> I don't feel bad about that. It's fine. Um, yeah, so we had a whole bunch of yellow flag laps, which, you know, whatever. Apparently Joseph had some issues. So many issues. Poor yeah. Joseph. So he had, he broke a wing? Did he Twice. hit the wall? Did I miss it? He said he didn't well, even know why the first one broke. I, I was, he did, like, an interview afterwards. It was afterwards. mysterious. Yeah. So, yeah. He wondered if maybe he hit, like, Helio's car at the start, but yeah. he didn't think he did. But it was broken, like, from right near the start of the race. Right. Yeah, that's kind of curious, because, like, you'd think he would have felt the impact, or, you know, whatever contact he made with someone else. But... Yeah, yeah who knows? Know. Who knows? And then he had late race contact with Ryan hunter Ray, who did not survive said contact. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is yet another race, the second time this year, that we had four Indretti DNFs. Uh-oh. Y'all, everything hurts and I want to die. <laughs> Andretti Pain, TM. And the Andretti Pain Train, TM. Yep. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so after the initial caution period, um, it was a pretty uneventful race, really. There wasn't a whole lot of overtaking. There really wasn't any overtaking. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the Phoenix race last year was similar, actually. Um, and it's, they were talking about the fact that, like, they have so much downforce with this setup that, you know the difference between the corners and the straightaways isn't significant enough to make passing easy or to make it doable. Yeah. No. And just like for a short evil, for a short oval, sorry, the, uh, the speeds they're going are so crazy. Like 195 mile per hour average on their qualifying laps. It's just crazy. <laughs> Well, I mean, some of them were at 195. <laughs> some of them couldn't really get up that high. And ready. <laughs> but yeah, you're right, you're right. Uh, the speeds are ridiculous. Um, I do feel like there has been better overtaking on other short ovals. So, well, I guess Texas isn't a short oval. Texas is super speedway. But yeah. Iowa was kind of like this as well, if I remember. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wound up with only a few people on the lead lap last year. And I think there was more, the eventfulness of Iowa was more the crashing than the actual racing mm -hmm. yet again. But I guess we'll see at Iowa this year whether or not that stays. And then next year we'll have different setup. So it's fine. It's all fine. 
Um, Chevy did exceptionally well this race. Um, the top four cars, the only four cars on the lead lap at the end of the race uh, were all Chevys. Three Penske's and J.R. Hildebrand, who, good for him, coming back and crushing it. It's almost like whoever's in the 21 car, if they get hurt, they come back at a short oval and they do really well. <laughs> come back That's stronger. So Two years in a row. Yeah. I don't know, man. Maybe know. Ed needs to try this out. Maybe Ed needs to, like, purposely hurt himself and then switch to the 21 car. Oh, my God. And see if this works. Yep. Yeah, so... <laughs> The people I was watching with made me rewind the rewind the race and watch the like lap one carnage like four or five times just so that they could like dissect every little piece of it. And then of course we had to watch all the interviews with all of the the DNF guys, mm -hmm. and their number one takeaway from that was that Max Chilton absolutely looks like Draco Malfoy, <laughs> <laughs> <I love laughs> which is big. That's a big deal. Um. They thought that Graham Rahal looked like a nerd. They thought Sebastian Bourdais absolutely looked like a nerd. Oh, he does. <laughs> and I think that was pretty much it. That was pretty much the whole takeaway from the and race. And that's IndyCar. That's IndyCar. <laughs> we also spent a lot of, a large portion of this race planning our entry into uh, the 24 Hours of Lemons. <laughs> which is going to be interesting. I think we're actually going to do it. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I need to talk to Steph Schrader for some advice, because apparently she does this too. And, yeah, we're going to hopefully find ourselves a $500 PT Cruiser with woodchuck siding. Oh, the best! <laughs> we're going to wrap it in cheetah print wrap, oh and it's going to be really, really obnoxious, and I'm very excited. Beautiful. Man. There's, um, at the local car show in my town that I go to every year... There's always this section of, like, old people who have PT cruisers who have done all these, like, elaborate paint jobs on the back. And it's, like, my favorite thing. Because it's so weird and PT cruisers are gross. But <laughs> people love them. I know! There's, like, oh, there's such a community for it. It's so <laughs> dumb. But, I mean, I guess it's like that with every weird-looking car, right? Yeah. Like, Volkswagen Beetles have that, mm -hmm. like... Mazda Miatas, like, yeah, there's always a, a dumb community of people who are just like, yes! My hideously ugly car is so much better than every other hideously ugly car. Yeah. It's all good. It's all good. Um, so yeah, what else do we have from Phoenix? Um, Simon won. That was his first oval win, which seems weird to me. Yeah. Is, like, really? I guess that's true. His car was bright like the sun and it looked was very like nice in victory lane with confetti. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, at the start of the race when they did the nice overhead shot. Um, it, it stood out quite a bit. Uh, we only had 12 cars finish this race, which is not wow. great. <laughs> you know, all four Andretti's, Connor Daly, Alotion, Sebastian Bourdais, Max Chilton, and Graham Rahal all did not finish. Not ideal. Minimum Chilton. Minimum Chilton. <laughs> Graham Raham. Graham Raham. <laughs> getting slammed on the first lap. Yep. It was a good race for puns, I will say. So that. many. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hey, Charlie Kimball yeah. didn't wreck. He didn't Charlie wreck anyone. Kimball didn't wreck. 
It's weird. I feel like it always has to be one of either him or Eloysian. <laughs> like, you can't... If both of them ever finish a race, it'll be really weird. What if they wreck each other? Then it has then to have happened. Then that's perfect. Oh, yeah. I assume multiple times. <laughs> um, Ed Carpenter did real well, though. He drove from 20, 21st to 7th. Finished top 10. Or, well, top 10 out of 12, which is still, still decent. <laughs> still top um, 10. Finished. He did finish. That's excellent. Um, Hinch didn't do super well. He was the last car on the the finishing group. But he finished. But he yeah. finished. Which I guess is more than you can say for a lot of people. Like his teammate. Like his teammate. Yeah. <laughs> Just not a good day. Not a good day for Honda. Um, the top finishing Honda was Scott Dixon. Which, surprise, surprise. <laughs> um, he won there last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I think I picked him in fantasy this, this week. Which... I picked Pagano! I did oh, real job. bad in fantasy this week. Yeah, I didn't either. I haven't looked yet. It's gonna be ugly. <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, so all, all in all, um, I don't know. Not much else to say about this one. It's It was, uh, it was a race. It was most certainly a race. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm really hoping that the next two are better. Yeah. Because we'll be there. I mean, anyway. of course Indy's going to be better. It's, it's yeah, Indy. Yeah, of course. It's, be it's such Indy. a shenanigan. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, should we just move on to F1? Because whatever. Oh, we go oh, from boring what? to extremely boring. boring. I was going to say, we, we have so much to talk about in Formula One. Let's Let's get going. <laughs> let's get rolling on this, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it was so shitty, too, because like... Phoenix started at 9.30 Eastern Time, mm-hmm. and Russia started seven hours after Phoenix ended. Yep. It was gross. Which, um, eight hours, but still. Yeah, I... Oh, God, I hate this. I hate this. It's all right. Um, F1 qualifying was uh, actually probably the most interesting part of this whole weekend. Yeah. Um, since Ferrari locked out the front row, which is pretty excellent, honestly. Yay. Yeah. Different people in the front row. I know, I dig it. Uh, first front row lockout for Ferrari in almost 10 years, um, since France 2008. Yeah. Um, yeah, Lewis has never been super comfortable at this track. Um, he kind of just, he, there was that one last corner that he kept locking up at. Um, Valtteri really does like this track, which became apparent later. (laughs) Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know if so, if this had something to do with the way they set up the car or anything. But yeah, I mean, it's it's weird that Lewis would struggle here, considering it's such a boring track. Like, what what's giving you an issue here, son? <laughs> like, you can drive all these other tracks, and you've been here before. Like, what's going on? Yeah, he just seemed off all weekend. It, mm-hmm. You like listen to his interviews after Quali; he seemed out of it. Maybe it's yeah. because he knew he was struggling. Yeah, it's entirely possible. Um. Yeah, so before the race, Carlos also had a three-place grid penalty from, like, holdover from Bahrain. Um, Alonso just, the same old, same old, like, struggles forever. Um, he did not start the race. No, which no, he did not. eternal sadness for everybody. Ugh, so sad. Is it May yet, Fernando Alonso? It is. Um, did you see his commentary after this all happened? Yes, it was so good. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, he was basically like, 
Oh man, I looked for an earlier flight to Indy, but there weren't any, so I'm just gonna sit here and have an ice cream. Oh my god. <laughs> He's so done. Someone posted a video, I think yesterday or today, that was just like a compilation of his radio message from this season, and uh, I don't know if it was from this weekend or last weekend, or it must have been last weekend, um, where he was just saying like, I don't know, do whatever you want, when they were telling him like what strategy they were going to do. <laughs> he's just, he's so done. Oh, man. I almost feel bad, but I don't really, because whatever. He's going <laughs> into car. What is he going to do next year, though, man? He just is so done with this team. I almost can't see him back with McLaren next year. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what his yeah, contract no is. They're like, there. I've heard like Renault rumors. I don't know. Oh. No one knows. Just really more yet. sadness. <laughs> <laughs> At least those cars can finish a race. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, sometimes. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, but it's better than, it's better than McLaren. That's true. So, yeah. Um, I don't, yeah, God, that poor guy. I, I wonder, like, I really hope they do something where they broadcast his first test, like his rookie test, because I bet since they broadcast everything on YouTube, like, that will blow all of their, like, numbers for watching stuff on YouTube, like, out of the water. Because oh, I'm yeah. sure people from all over the world will watch that just to see him in an indie car for the first time. It's gonna be so lit. <laughs> so lit. So lit. I can't oh wait. My God. His first test is May 3rd. So yep. oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Damn. I'm, psyched. I'm so I'm so excited. Yep. <clears throat> so the race began and uh Ferrari didn't really hang on to those first two spots for no. very long. No, they well, didn't. Terry's kicking ass on the start. Yep, yeah. Yeah, he had a he had a good spot. He was on the clean side of the grid. Um, his move around the Ferraris was really nice. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. So, um, generally, it was turn two that I think in past years had given people issues in the first couple laps. Um, and Grosjean and Palmer took each other out, and they Ugh. blamed each other a lot, mostly. It was Julian's well, fault. Well, Julian, nothing is ever my fault, and if it is, I just blame <laughs> the car Palmer. Of course, yeah. that it wasn't his fault. He's not going to be back in Renault next year. No, I don't think so. Calling I it right now. Don't think so. <laughs> Why would they want better him? drivers? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Um, they didn't receive penalties after the race, as far as I'm aware. Um, but yeah, what a miserable, miserable time for the two of them. Haas just not really having that good of a weekend here. No. Their season hasn't been going great. No, and it sucks because I, I feel like after after the way they started initially, you know, when they had that really good result in Bahrain the first year, yeah. um, they've just kind of settled into, like, the back of the midfield. Yeah. And it's just kind of, I don't know, it's kind of upsetting. I wish they'd, you know... Do something. Yeah. yeah. Especially because, I don't know, the commentary from my friends on this race <laughs> involved mostly talking about how Rogro is very attractive. Well, yeah. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, they were like, oh, who's Kevin Magnuson? He's also really good looking. <laughs> and I was like, it's so funny that you would choose the two drivers that drive for the American team. Yeah. Good work, friends. Good work. 
Yeah, they were hilarious. Like, at some point, I'm going to have to have them all over for another race and, like, record everything they say. <laughs> just because it was it was epic. It was really, really great. But, <clears throat> um, Dan Ricardo retired with brake issues. Uh, Red Bull needs to start working on their brakes, apparently. Yeah. Because it's the same thing that happened to Verstappen in the last race. They're getting a big upgrade upgrade before next race, correct? Yeah. I think most before of the Spain. teams generally bring their their big upgrades to Spain. Because mm-hmm. it's far enough into the season now that they should have a significant um, improvements. Um, side note related to that, though. Mercedes found five kilograms that they could lose off the car. Oh, shit. I saw that. Which uh, I hope... This doesn't mean they're going to run away with things now that their car is lighter, but maybe Ferrari will do something similar. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I, was I still think it'll be competitive no matter what. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. Mm-hmm. And I really do hope that um, Bottas continues to be awesome and be a part of this championship hunt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that'll at least keep things interesting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, so... Continuing on in the race, uh, there are no overtakes except for Bottas on the two Ferraris and a couple other things on the first lap. Um, no one was even within DRS range of the person in front of them for most of the race. Uh, just like the combination of the new cars, a boring, boring track, and no weather related issues whatsoever. Pirelli tires that don't wear fast enough for multiple pit stops and just like I don't know it was kind of the perfect storm of boringness yeah so there weren't even any like pit stop shenanigans like there was yeah, <laughs> literally everyone nothing did one, everyone did one stop yeah I mean you're not gonna have a very exciting strategy race with one pit stop yeah you know so yeah not not ideal <clears throat> Yeah, at, there were a couple times during the race where it looked like, you know, someone was closing in on someone in front of them, but they never they never got within DRS range. Like this is just so annoying. I I, I hate this track. I hate that that F one has gotten to this point where well, they just can't I, pass. No, they can't. They can't even get close enough to pass. There's like two and a half seconds of dirty air behind every car, and you can't do anything with it. Yeah. It's a parade. It was such a parade. It's Chase. (laughs) Oh my god. Not even. Alright, yeah. You know what? You want to get into that right now? Yeah, let's jump ahead. Let's do it. Yeah, we're we're skipping ahead. So on Twitter, we had a certain someone who will not be named uh, literally tweet something like... Oh, what was it exactly? It was like... Um, it was over- overtaking isn't the be-all, end-all of motorsports. Sometimes it's the chase that's thrilling. <laughs> but, like... Alright, let's break this <laughs> If you're chasing someone with no intention of overtaking them, what is the goddamn point? Then that's not racing. It's that's a parade! Yeah. Racing. It really is. Like, I don't... Are we watching the same sport as this person? Like, what... I know. I d- can can you imagine no like words. Lewis Hamilton getting in a car and being like, you know what? I don't want to pass anyone this race. I just want to stay behind. And I am satisfied I am a race to sit driver. where I am. Yeah. 
Like, what? I don't know. Overtaking is the be-all, end-all, because the the intention of where you are in the race is to win the race. And if you qualify any worse than first, you're going to have to overtake to get to first, (laughs) fam. Like, I don't... My, my mind is boggled like this. So I, I really enjoyed on Twitter after the race that people were trying to, to like, name sports equivalents. Oh, of, yeah. Of what the chase, the chase would be without overtaking. Mm-hmm. And there was a good one for soccer. It was like, you know what? Scoring goals isn't the be-all, end-all. Sometimes it's just dribbling the ball. Yeah. That's <laughs> the more exciting. There were like, so no, many. No. I just, I can't. I'm so frustrated. <laughs> it's terrible. But yeah, so a lot of people with very bad opinions after this race. <laughs> kind of like always. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of like what else happened in this race and I'm just, I'm, I'm lost. For Literally it. not very much. Literally nothing. <laughs> uh, there, were, there were a couple laps at the end of the race where... If Vettel had a few more laps, he probably could have caught Bottas. But I would have believe, believed it when I saw it, him to actual, actually pass him, though. Yeah. Because no one had yeah. passed anyone. All race! <laughs> no. There are no very good... There's no very good overtaking points uh, on that track because, kind of similar to Phoenix, there are no slow corners at the track in Russia. It's all, like, these long, sweeping corners mm-hmm. that, you know... There's not enough of a speed change to really screw anybody up. So, I don't know. I think that Russia sucks. That's basically yeah. <laughs> basically what it is. Um, other stuff that happened in the race. Felipe Massa had a slow puncture. He was going to have P6, but ended up in P9. Mm-hmm. Uh, Saber finished the race with both cars, which is pretty amazing. Yeah. Good job, guys. Even though I think Ericsson had issues early on. So, yeah. You know what? That's fine. Whatever. Um, Max Verstappen was saying that he was uh, just watching stuff on the timing screens because he didn't see anyone else for most of the race. <laughs> no. Which, holy crap! Like, like we all say what we will about Max Verstappen, but like he's a racer. Yeah. Like, he is very, very, very aggressive. Competitive. He will. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you can't see him being very satisfied with just having to drive around for two hours Mm -hmm. and not actually have any action. So, no safety cars, really. I mean, there was one briefly in the beginning for Grosjean and Palmer. Um, Lance Stroll actually finished a race. My my small maple syrup child (laughs) saw the checkered flag. I'm so happy. And he was in 11th, too, so... Yes, so close. He's there. So close. Yep. I know, I'm so excited. Um, Mercedes is now back in front of Ferrari in the championship, but only by, by a little points. bit. Ugh. One single point, yep. Um, Vettel is uh, pulling away. Lewis finished fourth, so that's interesting. That is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bottas is only 10 points behind Lewis, which is also very interesting, so. I wonder what Lewis's gap to Nico was, or Nico's gap to Lewis was at this point last year. It was pretty close. It was pretty close because I think at one of the European races, um, Lewis passed Nico briefly for a couple races. um, And then Nico passed him back. Like, they they stayed pretty close for most of the season. Um, 
Oh, the one exciting thing that happened in this race. Four, I'm thinking of mixing. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Um, the one of the funny things that happened during this race was that um, at one point, uh, Bottas and Vettel caught some of the back markers, and Bottas passed Felipe Massa pretty easily, like no struggle whatsoever, <laughs> and. Uh, Felipe blocked Seb slightly. Not even a lot. Just a, just a little bit. And apparently Vettel, like, gave him the finger. <laughs> as he oh, Vettel. Oh, my God. But, like, to be fair, I don't know. If, if you were Felipe Massa, wouldn't you kind of help your old teammate that you had no beef with whatsoever? Yeah. To help them get their first F1 win? Yeah. Like, what a good dude. Massa's interview after the race was really great, too. <laughs> I didn't see it. What did he say? He was just very sassy about Vettel complains about everything. <laughs> well, you're not wrong. I you're got out of the way the and he still complained. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, I thought that was really, really wonderful. There were a couple of really funny pictures of Bottas and Felipe after the race too, where they're just they're just like shaking hands, but only just barely because they're standing so far apart from each other. And all the jokes were like, ah, yes, Bottas being Finnish has a giant personal space bubble. It's so nice of Felipe Massa to respect that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, good for him. That's that's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, no overtakes that weren't at the start of through pit stops. God, this race is awful. I'm actually really excited for Barcelona coming up next, because that track is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. And at least maybe there will be more overtakes. Good lord. Pretty um, low standards to improve upon. I know, I know. We're not really, we're not asking for the moon here, Formula One. We, we just want a little bit of action. We want it to be a sport and not a parade, please, at God. So, uh, Force India had a very good day. Mm-hmm. Force India so, are, like, quietly doing really well. I know, I I bet it's the pink livery. Probably. It, it's gotta mm-hmm. be. Or maybe the fact that Nico Hulkenberg isn't in their car anymore. Ooh. I mean, Burn. listen, Sergio Perez did really well last year. Yeah. You know who didn't? Nico Hulkenberg. <laughs> but he won the 24 Hour of Le Mans, Sarah. You know he what? Won. That's great. Maybe he should. Maybe he should go back there. Send him back. Uh, that's. How many that's times just... did he get wrecked at like the start last year? A lot. Mm-hmm. A lot. A lot so times. Many. A More lot than of twice, times. which means a lot. <laughs> um, although he did he did finish eighth this week. Uh, and on the lead lap too, which is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Way better um, than his teammate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I mean his teammate is garbage now, so it's not. <laughs> Throw him in the it's harbor. Like when you when you compared his him to his teammate last year, he was significantly worse, but mm-hmm. this year it's, it's like you yourself. <laughs> To an actual bag of milk that can't <laughs> Like, it's not hard to be better than a bag of milk. It's true. So, yeah, we had we had four DNFs, bag of milk, Grosjean, Ricardo, and Indianapolis 500 rookie <laughs> professional sadness man Fernando Alonso Diaz. Yep. I love that. <laughs> um, but yeah. That's that's also pretty much it for this race. Like, good lord. I wish we had more stuff to talk I know. about. There's just nothing, literally. Please, <laughs> F1, make it better. You oh! Know what, you know? Oh, oh, I thought of something else. 
What? One other F1 point is that it was announced that Sauber next year oh, yeah. has <laughs> Honda engines. Oh, oh no. Oh, I didn't boy. hear that. R.I.P. Sauber. Oh, You're just like my... driving yourself into the ground Literally. Here. Why would anyone do that to themselves? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. They must, they must hope that like with four cars to test the engines on. They can they have can four like, times the DNFs. <laughs> I know that's that's the reality of it, but I think they're hoping for the opposite. I mean, that would make sense, right? Yeah. I just I don't understand. Well, I hate Sauber, I mean, so I don't care. Yeah. It's not like Sauber can really pick and choose what they're doing. Whatever's cheap. Poor. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. But I wonder what that means in terms of their drivers. Like, who's going to be the Honda the Honda driver at Sauber? Like, are they gonna? have some sort of development program where they stick a driver in Sauber. Kind of like how Ferrari does with um, with oh, they have a development driver at Haas. Yeah. But, and like Toro Rosso and Red Bull. Who are they, who are they gonna put there? I don't know. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I I'll add this to the, the description when I post this up later, but I put the lap chart in our little document, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's just a it's bunch sad. of straight lines. It's just straight lines, and then like, oh, here's some pit stops. Yeah, oh, here's that one place where Felipe Massa moved down three places because he got a puncture. <laughs> um, that's about it. Oh, so sad looking. <laughs> yeah, and like, I don't know. You can also tell that like there was plenty of space between all the cars as they were doing this because. Even when they pit, they only drop, like, two or three places. As opposed to if they were all bunched up, they'd drop a lot more yeah. while they pitted. And it's just not not at all. So, yeah. I don't know. This was bad. You know what also, what was also bad was the podium. And Putin. And Putin. Oh. And Eddie Jordan. Eddie Jordan trying to pretend like this was an actually interesting race. Like, son, I know this is your job. But don't pretend like this was exciting at all, because it wasn't. Yeah. I mean, I think the highlight of the race was just that Valtteri won, and that it was yeah. his first win. Yep, that was pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm happy for him. That's wonderful. I wish I could have those two hours of my life back. Yeah. <laughs> so. But also, yeah. I was right, and Ferrari did get a double podium, and Kimi Räikkönen was did. on podium <laughs> after everyone yeah. laughed at me and said that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so I felt really great. Yes, congratulations, your prediction came true. Proud of you, fam. That's all I wanted. That's all I wanted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, alright, let's let's talk about what's coming up. Let's just let's just brush this off and leave it in the past. <laughs> Pretend like it never happened. And uh we got three races to preview for two weeks from now. Good lord. Um, let's start with Formula E because we have the Monaco race coming up in two weeks that's going to be the saturday that's the grand prix of indy Mm -hmm. so yeah uh sebastian buemi is still crushing it in terms of standings degrassi is right behind him it's kind of like we've been here before yeah but um yeah the uh, the rest of the top five is uh prost jean eric verne and sam bird so that's that's interesting it's cool that like a lot of the teams are mixing it up in the top top teams um it's not like just the two edams cars at, at the top and whatnot so uh the next race is in monaco 
the Monaco track is actually really nice. And last year, it was a bit of a shenanigan, or not last year, two years ago. Uh, that was where Bruno Senna's car went launching over someone else's car. Oh, Do you yeah. remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I remember that. that. I remember the pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that's a cool racetrack. It's slightly different from the F1 track because it can't be that long. Yeah. But yeah, it's it should be it should be a fun race. I'm excited. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it for Formula E. <laughs> the races are so far apart; it's hard they to remember are. what was happening it's, even in I the know. one before. That's true. It's also hard to like keep up your excitement about it because it's been months. Mm-hmm. Like, how do I muster this back up? I've had a lot of other race cars in the meantime that I've had mm-hmm. to be emotional about. <laughs> Yeah. Can only manage so much emotion here. I know, I know. Um, luckily, I think this is the beginning of kind of a more compact schedule for Formula E. We have Monaco, Paris, Germany all coming up, um, and then sooner, before you know it, we'll be at the uh, the two races over here. Oh shit! So, yeah. yeah, that's only a couple months oh, away. I mean, it's May now, and those two races are in July. So, summer. Yeah. I know, I know. We're getting there, fam. <laughs> Race car season has well and truly begun. Shit. So, <clears throat> yeah, I'm. I can't tell you. Like, I am so excited for that New York race. Um, I've had a lot of people, a lot of hockey people, actually be like, "Oh wow, there's something like this is happening in Brooklyn, really." Uh, so I think the crowds that they get should be pretty exciting, as long as they open up general admission and like actually don't charge an arm and a leg for yeah. it. So, yeah, we'll see. Should be good. I'm excited for this Monaco race. We'll have to figure out how to watch it from the IndyCar race. I'm sure we can find a way. Yeah, it'll be possible somehow. Uh, In terms of stuff coming up for IndyCar, we do have the GP of Indy coming up in two weeks. Spencer Piggott is also really close to getting an Indy 500 ride, which is really, really great. It'll probably happen before I put this podcast up because that is what has happened in the last four <laughs> episodes. There's always been something where we're like, oh, here's a rumor. Here's the thing that might happen. And then it happens the next day. Yeah. So it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. But yeah, that's awesome. That's I'm really happy for him. I, I, I want him to have a full season ride next year. That'd be wonderful. The 500 rumors are with Junkos or Junkos yeah. or however. Yep, yep. That's cool. Yeah, which they were rumored to have an entry in the race last year and it just didn't it didn't pan out. So it's really cool that they've gotten their their shit together for this year. Hopefully, knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um they're a really interesting story. I think they started out as a karting team and just built their way up through the Mazda Road to Indy. Um and just found a lot of success. So it's pretty it's pretty cool. It's awesome. A, a junco is also it's a type of bird, a type of small, small gray bird. So yeah. whenever I think of them, I just think of the bird. They're the maybe that's bird what they're team. named after. <laughs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else that could possibly be, unless it's like someone's name. I would guess it's someone's last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the next Formula One race is Spain. Spain. Now, last year before Spain was interesting because it was when all the Red Bull stuff happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All the drama. So, 
Obviously, it's not going to be that dramatic this year unless something else happens. Spain was a very dramatic race. It was. It really, really was. <laughs> yeah. Dear God. I oh, think boy. that was the race. That was absolutely the race where Lewis threw his $10,000 steering wheel at the wall. It totally was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yup. Oh, and everyone God. was like, man, that steering wheel costs more than my car. <laughs> If I were him, I would have thrown that steering wheel, too. Yeah, Yeah, of course. But, you know, thinking about it in the long term, it's like, bro, really? If I had $10,000 to just throw around, I probably wouldn't. I would throw it at a wall, and then I would pick it up and not do that again. Exactly. But yeah, oh my god. Yeah, so I believe, yeah, Verstappen moved to Red Bull right before Spain last year. Danny Kvyat got demoted. Uh, Verstappen proceeded to immediately win a race, which, I mean, I know he can thank the Mercedes for crashing each other out. Uh, but that was not a good look for Danny Kvyat. Oh, so sad. Poor guy. (laughs) He just cannot catch a break. You think he'll be back Mm -hmm. next year? Uh, I I don't know, because usually the drivers in Toro Rosso only stay for three years tops. And he's hitting that, that point. So, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe his three years started over when he got... Maybe <laughs> last year. Oh, my God. That poor guy. Uh, maybe he'll move to Renault. Oh. Maybe he'll... I don't know. Something. Maybe he just won't drive for Red Bull anymore. Maybe he'll awful. go to Formula E. Or maybe that, I yeah. can see that. He is apparently dating Nelson Piquet's sister. Yeah. So, he might be hanging out there. Who knows? So... Yeah, that'd be pretty interesting. I just I want him to have nice things. He's a he's a decent enough driver that yeah. like come on man. Did you see him trying him to break. curl though? He was terrible. No, but curling is terrible <laughs> okay, too. Okay, so well Hey, hey. <laughs> that was uncalled for. <laughs> come on, you knew it was coming. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, curling is when I, I went to Nova Scotia one time, which like Canada, right? So curling is everywhere. Canada, right? Literally, you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were staying in this hotel room and we went out and like had brunch and went to a couple of breweries, did some tours, came back. And we were going to just like rest for an hour before we went out and hung out with some friends. And my friend put curling on and I fell asleep two minutes later. <laughs> like it puts me to sleep so fast oh, that I'm almost, I, love re- it, I am though. resentful of it. No, it, no. It gets so intense, Sarah. You just... You, oh, man. Don't even get me started. <laughs> it's like chess. Exactly. But on ice. It's chess. It's not that rocks. complicated. It's like fucking... What is that fucking lawn game where you throw balls at stuff? Bocce ball? Bocce. It's like ice bocce. It's not chess. <laughs> it is... Oh, my chess God. Chess requires actual strategy. No, no. There's so much... Okay. <laughs> Are we going here? Because I think we're going we're here. We're going here. Fight, Listen, fight, fight. We got nothing else to talk about. <laughs> you got it. There's so much strategy involved in curling. You got to place the rocks around so the other team doesn't, like, get more points than you. It's all strategy. It's ice bocce. No. I yes. mean, kind of, but no. <laughs> There's no sweeping in bocce. <laughs> There's no, there's also no ace and bocce, so it's ace bocce. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> curling's great, and I think everyone should just give it a chance. I mean, I respect your opinion, <laughs> but I don't agree with it. <laughs> well, fine, I guess. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> That's fine. That's I'm fine. Team you, can curling. Like, you can like your ice bocce. That's fine. 
The one thing that I do like about curling, though, are the pants. Oh, such good pants. Like, yo, <laughs> you can do so much with those outfits. Yeah, shout out to the Norwegian uh, Olympic team. Oh my god, yes. So good. They, the, they had different pants for every match, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, one one was uh, like a houndstooth pattern, and one was like straight up red and blue plaid. Like They, they were, had they were like the Norwegian flag wonderful. print in one of them. Yep. It was so yep. good. The other teams tried yeah. to get them disqualified for that because they said that like the pants were too distracting. <laughs> and what? yeah, That's other teams like went to like the Olympic Committee and there's like they were like there's literally no rules against pants. Like everyone <laughs> just like do your job, please. Oh my god, pants are yourself- legal now at Olympic <laughs> curling. Yeah, must be done without pants in the future. Oh my god. Yeah, and then because I mean, if you if you can't, it's like. If you're getting distracted by the other team's pants, like, you're not doing your job. Exactly. Like, part just, of, you have to focus. Yeah. You're an strategy, athlete. Right? Focus. That's, that's that's part of their strategy is to throw you off your game. What little game you need to have. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Oh sorry. God. I'm not sorry. Whatever. And, well, and then the Norwegian team, they took a photo of all of them, like, standing outside in Russia with no pants on. And oh my they god. Were so great. See, this is why you should watch curling. It's amazing. No. I'll just listen to stories and find pictures. I don't I don't need to fall asleep that much. Whatever. It's okay. It's alright. <clears throat> but yeah, anyway. So Kvyat was bad at curling now, apparently? Yeah, I only saw like a couple little shots they played like before and after commercial breaks, and he first of all he was trying to curl in like skin tight skinny jeans. And, like, (laughs) he was, like, trying to, like, bend over and sweep. And I was like, this is just terrible and awkward. Someone help him, please. Give him some clothes. (laughs) Give him some appropriate pants. Yeah. Appropriate curling attire. (laughs) Yeah, I can't see how skinny jeans would be very easy to to do stuff like that in. I mean, when they do all their hockey features and stuff, they always put, like, actual hockey pants on. Like, why not curling? (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. Um, yeah, okay, so that's, that's that. (laughs) That's F1. Yeah. Woohoo. Uh, oh, one little note I wanted to make in terms of, like, other random series stuff before we get into a little bit of NHRA and NASCAR is that Global Rallycross season started, and it's almost like all of the Andretti goodness is getting pulled over there right now because their true drivers have won, like, a whole bunch of stuff. Scott Speed won... I believe the whole thing yesterday and their other driver came in second. Like, man, share some of that with IndyCar, please. (laughs) Uh, They also had their, oh, Marco Andretti had the beef jerky sponsor that sponsors their GRC cars on his IndyCar this weekend. And it looked, it looked kind of (laughs) bad. It didn't look good. That red and green, just no, no guys, come on. So, Yeah. Please share some Andretti goodness with IndyCar, (laughs) GRC. We can't afford to have four more DNFs. Um, At least not at Indy. No, please. The one one month I need them to be good. It'd be nice if they were good for the other months too, but we can't can't win all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, tell us about NHRA stuff. Okay, so I didn't actually Alex. I didn't actually get a chance to watch it yet, but I was looking up stuff. And so this weekend was the four wide nationals, 
So they have oh four lanes of cars going at once instead of two. That's a lot totally of cars. Good. It's so Are they all insane. racing each other? Yeah. Or are they just doing like instead of oh, like man. like one on one heats, they do heats of four cars at once. That is sick. It's so I cool. I watch this. I know. I can only imagine how loud that is. Like that must be insane. <laughs> have you been to NHRA before? I haven't, but I, I'm probably gonna go this year because there's one at Sonoma. Then there's the finals are in Pomona, California, and I want to try okay. to go to one of those. Do it. Oh, my God, please. Oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> yeah. So four cars at once. That's not the coolest shit ever. Then get out of my face because it is. <laughs> um, Courtney Force hit a wall in her first round, so that sucked. Her, wow, her, her and Grammarham shared their uh, <laughs> early exit pain this yeah. weekend. I mean, so that's pretty cute. But, the couple that um, <laughs> the couple that crashes the couple out that together, crashes together, stays together. Shared suffering. Yeah. Yeah. God, that sucks. <laughs> and then, so there was this one driver, John Lebow. I don't know how to pronounce his last name, and he won two classes in the same day, and he's like only the twenty-second person in history of the NHRA to do that. So that's pretty cool. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. Huh. And that's that's pretty much all I that's got because I haven't really watched it much yet. But real excited oh, to see four cars at um, once. Yeah, I gotta start recording this and like actually actually watching it because I want to see Courtney Force do stuff. Yeah, and other people too. And and Brittany but... Force. <laughs> and Brittany Force, and I feel like yeah, there's definitely a couple others. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dang, dang. Yeah, Just really all cool. the adverts I see for NHRA have women and diversity, and it's so great, and I'm so envious. I want it yeah. in my other yeah. sports. Me too. It's, yeah, it's so cool. Oh, I also um, saw, uh, so Leah Pritchett, who's another um, woman driver, she was up against, oh god, I forgot his name, Scott something? But his, one of his crewmen is married to Leah Pritchett. so like he beat her and i was like wow that's that's a situation how do you how do you go home after this (laughs) yeah (laughs) gotta be real real nice to her after that after that event that's too funny i wonder like you know a lot of people in racing like end up in relationships and stuff like peppa man's uh husband works for uh sam schmidt's team i think uh like, how do you, how would you reconcile that if, like, <laughs> no. one of the people working in the relationship is on the team of maybe the car that crashed you out or something like yeah. that? I, I bet it happens more than we, <laughs> than we realize. Yeah. It's pretty excellent. So, yeah. Anyway, let's talk about NASCAR stuff. Oh. Dale Earnhardt Jr. did a thing. Oh, he did a big thing. Yeah. So I'm not really surprised, but he announced earlier this week that he's going to retire at the end of this season. I mean, he's kind of on the older side at this point, isn't he? He is. He's 42. I feel like he's been, like, I don't even watch NASCAR, but I feel like he has been around forever. Mm -hmm. He has been around for a long time. I've been following NASCAR long enough that I remember when he was a rookie, like, way back in the day. But, man, he's just been a staple. Like, hugely yeah. popular, literally voted most popular driver for the last 14 years Jeez, in a row. Jesus. 14 years in a row. I mean, the That's fans love him. Love him so much. <laughs> 
That's that's ridiculous. I th- he's always this is really weird, but I feel like I've seen his face on a cereal box a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> like he's I mean, on probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's no, just he's one of those people that didn't have social media for a long time. And then when he finally did join Twitter, like my opinion of him went up a lot from being mm-hmm. just sort of like your typical NASCAR hillbilly sort to being like really progressive and smart and intelligent and well-spoken. And mm-hmm. I don't know. He's one of those people who my opinion of went up when he opened himself up via so- social media. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, you know what? I think I remember people talking about how... Is he, like, the only really major driver who isn't on Twitter? He is on Twitter now. Or or wasn't on Twitter for a long time. He wasn't. Carl Edwards is actually okay, maybe, the maybe one who him. wasn't on Twitter. <laughs> nice. Oh, that's really cool, though. Um, and I, I... You know, tangentially through following journalists that cover both... Um, a lot of them are, have talked a lot about how, you know, the biggest part of the fan base is definitely like Dale Earnhardt Jr. fans. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wonder if that's going to affect the sport at all. Oh, it will, I think, a lot. It's mm-hmm. sad. I mean, I can definitely see some people, some people will find other drivers, but some people may leave after. I mean, he's sort of this last facet of that, the Earnhardt era. You know, mm-hmm. and, and his dad, and then when he died, like, it was such a momentous, horrible, sport-changing event, you know? Yeah. I remember my mama cried when when <laughs> Dale Earnhardt died. It was just, like, a big thing. And I, I think that's part of why people latched on to Dale Jr. so much, like, even right after that. Yeah. But, I mean, he's just come into his own and been his own person and, and really admirable on his own, like, as a person. So it'll be sad to see him go. But he has. He's been, like, struggling a bit lately with re- results. He hasn't had a win in a long time. And he got married this last off season, So he's got other things going on in his personal life. Yeah, kind of like Nico Rosberg. Kind of, yep. Though so- I don't think he has children yet. But still, yeah, family. Yeah, there are other aspects of life that kind of have taken a precedent over your career. Mm-hmm. So, well, that's interesting. I guess we'll see how see how the sport changes when he leaves. But yeah, I, I think you guys remember talking him about him a bit when uh, he had said in one of his social media accounts just a little bit about supporting immigrants. You know, my family was immigrants too, mm-hmm. which yeah, was always right. nice to see. From, like, a NASCAR guy where you don't expect it and you know they're going to get a ton of backlash just from how conservative their fan base is. Exactly, exactly. Oh, that's really cool. I wonder if he'll, you know, not to continue the comparison too extensively, but I wonder if he'll be more active on social media, kind of like Rosberg, when he has more time to, you know, focus on things that aren't NASCAR. Yeah, I honestly wouldn't be surprised if that is the case. That'd be cool. I also expect him, it sounds like he's going to stay marginally involved in the sport. Right now, he helps manage, I think, an is it an Xfinity team? Like, one of the feeder series teams. Oh, gotcha. And he oh, hopes really to cool. still be involved in that a little bit. And he also said he may race in a few, like, 
lower tier like Xfinity or Truck Series races in the future. Just for fun. Yeah, just for fun. Yeah, that makes sense. Hmm. So that's cool. So so it'd be it'd be really good for it'd be really good for drivers in in those lower series to have him as like a mentor, kind of like a Dario Franchitti kind of role. Um, totally. Yeah. Hopefully totally that works agree. out for, for him. I mean, NASCAR has sort of this issue of, like, their their cup guys, their premier series guys, just, like, racing in all the feeder series races and dominating them. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of annoying. The equivalent would be, like, Lewis Simon Pagino like beating up on the Indy Lights guys. Or Lewis racing in GP2. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Which I don't That's really great. like. But for just a couple one-offs for a retired guy coming back, it'll be fun. Yeah, yeah, that'd be that'd be really cool. There is kind of an equivalent in in F one. I believe it's the the series that races the oh god, what is it? Um, there's a race in China that happens every year, and I can't remember the name of it. Uh, and I think it's the Renault three point five series. Mm-hmm. But um, there's always a couple of, like, random drivers that come back to do this race. And I think Nelson Piquet Jr. wanted to do it this year. And they didn't let him, but they let a couple of the other Formula E guys consider doing it. I don't know. But, yeah, it's kind of like these these experienced older drivers coming back to beat up on the kids. Like, why? Mm -hmm. Why? (laughs) I mean, the same sort of, like, Macau GP. That's it. That's 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 what I was thinking. Oh, that's what you're thinking of. Yeah. Like Rosenquist was in and didn't Felix Da Costa win. Like a bunch of the Formula E guys were there. That was the one that PK Jr. wanted to be in, but they were like, no, that's too extra. (laughs) (laughs) Let him go. (laughs) I know, I know. But yeah, yeah. So there were actually a couple of NASCAR races that happened since the last time we podcasted. Because wasn't there... There was one that was supposed to be before, but it got rain delayed. Yep. Yep. Last Sunday's Bristol race got mm-hmm. rain delayed till Monday. And the makeup race was won by Jimmy Johnson, who was <laughs> the the guy who won the series championship last year. He's okay. not my favorite driver, but he's a great driver. I mean... Can't take anything away from his talent. Seven-time champion. Like, just all-around good driver. Consistent. Quiet. So, yeah. He won Bristol. And then, yesterday, there was a race in Richmond, Virginia. Mm -hmm. And it was won by Joey Logano. Who you may recognize from the Team Penske Penske Games videos. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) By the way... That last one was really good. <laughs> when they all tried to draw their cars, like, I cannot believe. Helio. Helio Helios was unbelievable. How? How? No, and he, the, the fact that he got so hyped about it was, like, the best part. Even though the drawing was really, really good. Helio is just so happy about everything him. all the time. It's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's good to, good to see Logano won something. And it's really cool to see, like, Penske and Ganassi just being major forces dominating. I mean... In both series. In both yeah. series. It's cool to see. Yeah. I mean, Kyle Larson is still the points leader in NASCAR. He's Ganassi. Um, Penske, Logano, and Keselowski are their two drivers, and they've both been doing very well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. I mean... <laughs> Penske's just too good. They're just Pens- too good. Pens- like, ominously plays the Death Star theme. <laughs> but, yeah. Man, let me tell you, though, 
Brad Keselowski has that Miller Lite paint scheme, and I've been thinking that that would look damn good with some gold, gold and blue trim on an IndyCar. Yeah. Well, you know, namely that number two IndyCar. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking so. it is. <laughs> yeah, that could look good. I mean, considering that Joseph went on Twitter that one day and was just like <laughs> promoting Miller Lite. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be shocked to see that at all. Me either. I but wonder if it'll happen for the five hundred. That'd be cool. Be really cool. I'm really excited to see all of the five hundred liveries. Like, I had a moment of panic the other day because <laughs> uh, a friend of ours was on was at the Phoenix race and was talking to one of the Andretti guys, and apparently they were like, "Yeah, we don't know what all the liveries are going to be. We're not going to confirm or deny anything." And I was like, you know what? I'm painting a banner. I'm painting a banner. <laughs> and I'm halfway done with this car. If you tell me that fucking Rossi is not going to have the Napa livery, I'm literally going to turn around and cry. Uh, so I tweeted at them and they were like, no, 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 it's going to be on there. So apparently Marco and Ryan Hunter Ray and, you know, Fernando Alonso <laughs> and Jack Harvey, uh, God only knows what their liveries will look like. But we will see. Takuma Sato, too. So... Yeah, I, I I love to see what they do for a lot of these like these one off liveries for the five hundred. They're always really, really interesting. Remember El Yoshin's Doom livery? Oh my god, how the could Doom you forget? <laughs> Doomed Connor Daly right to the <laughs> to a DNA. Oh Yoshin. Uh, whoops. I mean Connor Daly's livery last year, the like shirts for America oh, car. So <laughs> beautiful. I what loved it. Fuck? It just, every time I saw it, it just made me think of shirts for Sage. Oh my god, yes. Yes. Um, yeah, I, oh god, I just, I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. Man. So yeah, uh, anything else? For oh, okay, NASCAR, oh, back, back, back to NASCAR. Yeah, back to NASCAR. Okay, I'm just gonna complain about NASCAR a little bit. That's fair. Just that... <laughs> Man, the last race, the last couple races have just been so penalty heavy that mm -hmm. it really made you feel that the race directors were taking the results of the race into their own hands. Just like excessive numbers of like pit road speeding penalties and pit road commitment zone violations. Like silly little things mean? like that. <laughs> that just mm -hmm. add up. And like when they give them to the leader, like late in the race, it drastically alters the outcome of the race. Yeah. I'm not a I fan. Like that's, that's the sort of thing where you should get penalized after the race if they decide that you get a penalty. Yeah, I agree. Especially and, if it's something that vague. Kind of like the whole thing with Pagano and the blend line last year at Long Beach. Yeah, I remember oh, that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> speeding, I guess, on pit road is more black and white. Yeah. But NASCAR is one of, like, the few series left that doesn't actually have just, like, a pit, pit lane speed limiter button on their dash. Like IndyCar or F1 does. They have a button that, yeah, like, yeah. limits their RPMs to pit road speed. Hmm. Instead, the drivers have to, like, look at their RPM number while they're looking at all the other cars on pit lane. And the, like, people on pit lane. So, I don't That's know. So messed up. <sighs> I just wish they had a button. I think it would get rid of some of these race-altering excessive penalties. Yeah, um, yeah, that seems a little messed up. Because, like, traditionally NASCAR doesn't seem to be very penalty-heavy. I always thought, oh, F1, way more penalty-heavy. They like to penalize people for everything, like <laughs> going off the track or 
hitting people. <laughs> Aggressive driving. Mm-hmm. But man, NASCAR this season has trended towards having a lot of penalties, and I'm not here for it. <laughs> yeah, that sucks. That sucks a lot. Yeah, didn't, speaking of F1, didn't Kevin Magnussen get a penalty for something this week? He For going off, like, putting all four wheels off the track when someone pushed him off? Oh, yeah, know. yeah. He did. And yeah. not re-entering the track correctly or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, part of that lap one carnage that I think everyone forgot about because it happened and everything else happened and then nothing else happened. <laughs> So. F1. Ooh, who has a train going by their house right now? It's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's fine. All of a sudden, I was just like, ooh, is that me? <laughs> That's cool. So the next race is... Talladega Super Speedway. Oh my god. That's going to be awesome. It's another one of those giant big tracks where they can just go flat out the whole time, like Daytona. Mm-hmm. Bump, dra- um, or bump draft and restrictor plates. It's gonna I be just great. Watch, I just want to watch Talladega Nights now. <laughs> <laughs> Bless. And there's like no F1 or IndyCar on next week, so at least I have my NASCAR to keep entertained. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll watch it if you're that racing deprived. Maybe. <laughs> just yeah. avoid the Monster Girls. Ugh. Oh yeah, that's true. God. God. <laughs> Side note, and I think we've brought this up before, but speaking of Talladega and Talladega Nights (laughs) and one-off liveries at the Indy 500, you know what would be amazing? If Simon Pagino could have a Perrier livery just for one race. Please. (laughs) Could you imagine? Oh my god. I bet he'd be up for it. He probably would. I just, I need, I need it. I need him to just, like, wear that race suit for, like, a minute, one time. <laughs> That's it. I'll never bother him about it again. <laughs> God, that'd be so good. Um, alright, cool. Let's do our Ask TGG questions, because we've got a few of them. Um, alright, Kale, our good buddy Kale, noted <laughs> Simon pa- Simon fan, uh, asks, what other F1 drivers should try their hand at the Indy 500? <sighs> Um, all of them. <laughs> Everyone, always, forever. Um, I would honestly like to see Lewis try it. Me too. I know he he has said that I don't think he's interested, but yeah, <clears throat> would definitely like to see him do it. Um, obviously, I feel like if you had asked me this like four months ago, I think Alonzo would have been on my list. Mm-hmm. But we have Alonzo and Max Chilton. Who else do we oh, need? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And Alexander Rossi. Oh, he was yeah, an F1 yeah. driver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My son. There was a really good interview um, recently about how uh, Alonzo was apparently one of the guys that like gave Rossi a lot of advice when he got to F1, which is really sweet. Aww. And now he gets to like return the favor. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I'm, so, mm-hmm. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, I think right. Kimmy, Kimmy did oval racing before because he did like the NASCAR trucking, didn't he? Yeah, he did. That would be sweet. I have to look this up. Oh my god, no, you do, because there's a video of him, his, like, radio broadcast from it, and it is oh, so boy. good. He, his, um, his sponsor was point, Perky like, Jerky. It was, yeah. At one point, there's something where either, like, he's got his foot out the window, or, like, his car might be on fire. I don't know. Something happened, and the, the engineers were like, what? <laughs> Pete Kimmy. 
Oh, oh could you imagine a, him at the 500? Oh my, oh my god. That would be amazing. No, I can't. <laughs> I think just everyone, man. Could yeah. you imagine, like, Vettel at the 500? That oh, would be great. Geez. Or Verstappen, even, man. Oh my god. Like, I just Daniel want all Ricardo. of them. Man, all of oh. them. Come, come yeah. find the awesomeness that is IndyCar. Mm. You won't, you won't have regrets. Yeah, I just, I would, anyone who comes over and, like, tries it out, I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. So. Alright, Zoe asks, if Ed Carpenter's oval results don't improve, which, excuse me, yeah. he drove from 21st to 7th yesterday. What more are you asking for? Yeah. Leave, Jeez. leave my shark dad alone. <laughs> dad. <laughs> my god wait i have to i have to just like talk about that for a second because you guys i had this really really okay so the super license podcast does this feature where people like write in about the weird f1 dreams they have oh boy and it's the best thing i've ever heard oh my god it's so good but like i had one the other day where like i was hiking a mountain or something and i was with ed carpenter and we had to cross this stream that was like a lot of feet deep and there were sharks in it and he got he got pulled into the water by a shark and i think he was also actually my dad uh, and we like we like keep going we're just like leave him behind leave him behind i'm like why but he like caught back up to us later and was just like oh yeah i have i have shark dna they knew i, I was fine i was fine i was just like so you're my dad but you're also half shark and you're ed carpenter so you're a fourth like, shark <laughs> I am one quarter shark apparently, but like, what the hell? Like, what did I eat for dinner that made that dream happen? Very strange. Oh, I think strangest been... race car dream ha- should be an ask the grid girls question sometime. Oh my god, it should. It should. Or we should like pull our fans and be like, "Yo, tell us about your weirdest race car dream." We'll talk about it on the podcast. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. I dig it. Maybe we'll do that for next episode. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um, Josh Wilcock asks, asks um, how great are Force India doing? Uh, we talked about this a little bit already, but yeah, oh my god. So great. Uh, they're a lot better than previous years, and considering that the guy running their team is kind of sketchy, <laughs> yeah. uh, this is good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So They're fourth they're the in the point. They're the little pink team that could. The little pink car oh, that could, yeah. yep. I love it. <laughs> they they actually show them on the broadcast sometimes, which is pretty <laughs> incredible. Um, did you also notice that the broadcast this week was pretty much exclusively Mercedes and Ferrari? Yeah, yeah. Like no, they didn't even market. hardly show Max. No, well, I mean, considering Max was just driving around on his own, I mean, what? What's I mean, cool? so was everyone. <laughs> right, and I guess that's why they never they didn't get any screen time. But like, holy crap. Mm-hmm. That's so infrequent that you just see Mercedes cars because usually they're just running away with the whole race. So mm-hmm. it's pretty good. Um, looking Spiffy asks everyone. Well, this isn't a question, but whatever. Uh, it's episode forty-four, so everyone has to talk about how hashtag blessed they are. <laughs> um, I am hashtag blessed that we get to go to India two weeks. Mm-hmm. Same. Well, three weeks. Yeah. Also, Same. hashtag blessed that I got my Ferrari double podium. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> that oh, works. the irony. Yeah, which ironically no. left out Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. Left Lewis out the podium. <laughs> yup. Lisa, why are you hashtag blessed this week? <laughs> oh, boy. It's not raining currently. I, I guess that's it. it. 
Hashtag bless. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, Josette Torres asks, why did the Russian GP put me to sleep? Because it's Russia. Yeah. And the cars are bad. And mm-hmm. Pirelli needs to fix their tires. The trifecta of doom. Everyone needs to fix everything. Russia needs to fix their track. F1 needs to fix their cars. Pirelli needs to fix their tires. Everyone's a disaster. Yeah, seriously. Um, and then the last question is, I'm going to I'm gonna do the part that you guys can answer too first. Uh, <laughs> will two meh Phoenix races make 2018 the last Phoenix race? Do you think? No. Probably because the car <laughs> yeah. setup is going to fix everything, right? Totally. It's yeah. going to be so much yeah. better next year. I I would have to think that they're going to make improvements to make the racing better, considering that that's what they've said is their priority. Mm-hmm. So and, people and I generally trust races. IndyCar. I feel like they really try to make the racing on track product and just like their race weekend experience as good as they can to draw in fans. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So no, I don't think they're going to give up on Phoenix that easily. It's not like so. F one. Like I think that next year's. Phoenix is going to be better than this year's Phoenix, but next year's Russia is probably not going to be any better than this year's Russia. No, correct, correct. I mean, we'll see, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm inclined to very much agree with you. So, oh, we got to back up a second. You know what we didn't do? Okay. Make predictions for the IndyCar GP and the Spain GP. Oh boy, oh, boy, oh boy! Oh dang! Let's do that real quick. Oh god! That'll be the last thing we do. Um. So I'll, I'll I'll go first. Uh, I think for the F one, I think that the winner is going to be, uh, you know what? I'll I'll the winner is going to be Kimmy. What? <laughs> Second place will be Bottas, and third place will be Verstappen. Oh my god! What? Okay, that would be yeah. amazing. So I think Lewis and Seb are going to take each other out. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> that's, that's a very real possibility. Or some sort of nonsense will happen. I mean, it happened last year. Um, and then for the IndyCar GP, I'm just gonna go with a trio of Penske's. <laughs> we'll do Simon, Will Power will finally have some good luck, and then Joseph will come third. I hate my predictions, <laughs> and I want them to die. But Joseph. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So for Spain, oh god. I think I think Verstappen is going to be on the podium. And I And I'm mad about it. <laughs> I'm already angry about it. <laughs> um I think maybe um, It's either going to be both Ferraris or both Mercedes, I think. I think it's going to be like one team dominates but then Max Verstappen like Max Verstappen's the race comes out of and gets up gets up there too. Yeah, and then for GP of Indy, fuck. Um, I want to say Joseph Newgarden, and I'm gonna say Joseph Newgarden, Helio, and Simon. This is a very Penske heavy <laughs> set <Yeah>. of picks. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. So for Spain F1, I'm going to go, I'm going to be very on creative and go Lewis, Valtteri, <laughs> Verstappen, I guess. Okay. I don't know. 
the Ferraris have had way too good of luck so far. And you know that they're just not that lucky. They're going to have to have some bad luck at some point. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And, uh, okay, so for IndyCar, Pagano, because his wins often come in clumps. Yeah. <laughs> and Joseph, because I got to pick my faves. Yeah. And Sebastian Bourdais. There Damn we go. It. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see no more nerds on that podium, though. <laughs> oh. No, it's fine. That's, those are good He picks. just looks like you could take his, take his glasses and take his lunch money. <laughs> I want to stuff him in a locker. Like, straight up, I want to just stuff him in a locker. I want to dump Me his and you, books. we could take him. We could take him. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. All right, so yeah, our next episode will be after the IndyCar GP, and it will be live. Oh. Not live, but we'll be we'll be all <laughs> recording it in a room together, which will be wonderful. And then we'll do the same thing after Indy, like the 500. So this is just going to be, the next couple episodes are going to be lit. And that's the true reason we're blessed on <laughs> this episode. The true yeah. reason we're blessed Seriously. is because we'll all be in the same room very soon. Oh my god, that's going to be a I disaster, but a beautiful that's one. That's going to be so good. Do you know how much editing I'm going to have to do? <laughs> Basically none. I can't wait. Blessed. <laughs> so hashtag blessed. <coughs> yep. <clears throat> so anyway, tune in next time as uh, the squad goes on an adventure. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs>